I don't like bullies. I don't care where they're from. Yo, welcome to Source the Screen Podcast, where we talk about original source material compared to its live action adaption or sometimes animation, like our last episode. But today we're not doing any of that, which is different. <laughs> it, it is different for us, yeah. So none of that of what we just said just applied. Because we are going to talk about comic-con la i love how we finish each other's sentences so fluidly yeah it just takes about 30 seconds for us to realize yeah but it's very fluid i think (laughs) (laughs) all right so we went to la comic-con as press yeah we got press badges because we're awesome when we first went there we walked right through the front doors without any problem or anyone stopping us or asking any questions well it's funny because security kept yelling you people with bags don't don't go in, get it checked. And I'm like, nah, bruh. I'm going in. And I did. I just got this new bag and I really want to come in. I mean, so I didn't I'm have going weapons to. in it or anything. Yeah. So let's get through it. Let's see. Uh, how was your LA Comic Con? How'd you start your day? Even though we were together, how'd you start your day? Well, I woke up. Okay. We actually. We're buying Comic-Con tickets in the morning. Oh, yeah. For, for San Diego. San Diego Comic-Con. The amazing Comic-Con experience. And LA Comic-Con. The wannabe Comic-Con experience. Yeah, but it's getting better. It's a baby Comic-Con. It's a baby Comic-Con. It's a little, it's a little cute dosage. So Hold me over, you know? I should have probably researched how long it's been going. It's fairly new, though. I think it's it's I, not any more than, like, five years old. No, I I, think. no, no, it's a little older than that, because I remember hearing about it at my first Comic-Con, which is 2011, and it was, like, brand so new. So, six years old. Well, 11, it, okay, yeah, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot, because this is going to be my eighth year going to Comic-Con, so. Right. Sorry, not trying to split hairs. <laughs> Every time, man. I'm sorry. This, this dude. <laughs> I have a podcast on finding very minute details. All right, so we woke up. We bought Comic-Con tickets, and we're very busy people, so I made business cards the night before and printed them the morning of, so that was fun. That was they a rush. Were, they were beautiful. They look all right. They look like... They're off-centered, color's weird, and I spilled water all over them. But our logo looks dank either way, so <laughs> I'm not a, a designer. I just... I like the I, logo. I get by. I like the logo all right and we picked up our buddy mm-hmm. good guy so that was fun picked him up he talked a lot of shit in the car still doesn't know usual. we have a podcast still hasn't seen star wars yeah but he loves the police it's good and stuff. not not like the 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 law enforcement agency as in the the band by sting it's a weird thing to love when you hate everything we but love, i mean love i love you. i like the police too but it's just like an odd thing they're all right yeah they're right it doesn't seen Star Wars though, so that's that's it's odd. Crazy. And doesn't know we have a podcast, even though we've been telling about it ever since we it's, made it's the first hilarious. episode. Every time we run into him, he, he's like, "You guys have a podcast?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we made business cards. You guys yeah. have a podcast? Yeah, we're uh, we're we're press now all over. You guys have a podcast? You were on the podcast. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, so that's been odd. But uh, it was actually a really great thing coming to Comic-Con. We got to talk to some local comic shops. got to get some of our press. I almost I'm, got hit by an ambulance. You did almost get hit by an ambulance. And then that ambulance like was like circling that block. It kept coming around. Yeah, just in case. Maybe they hit people and yeah. they pick them up. That's expensive. How does that work? If you're if you're full in an ambulance and you hit someone, do you have to pick them up too? I don't know what they do. And then what if you hit another person after that? Is it just kind of like... Um, it's like a bus at that point. Barrel monkeys where you hook them all together. Yeah. Stick one on the top. Stick one in the seat. Yeah. They have seats in there. Make room. <laughs> you got another one. You got another one. Do you know how much an ambulance costs? No, I don't. On average, if you have insurance, it's $600 to take an ambulance... But it's also dependent on mileage. So, motherfuckers, if, so I'll die. I bet you they take the longest fucking route because they know you're not going to die in the ambulance. So they're they're taking their sweet ass time going to like the 405. And you're like, yo, I just needed to get from Moore Park to see me. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes away. Man, I will not. I will not do that. That's, that's awful. That's what everyone says. Drive me. Don't don't get an ambulance, <laughs> please. Oh, God. Okay. So how do we... Um, we got in, we got our press badge, wasn't too bad, got some cool badge looking thingies, and then we went to the floor and did some interviews. Our first interview was with one Harleen Quinzel cosplayer. She was great. Yeah. And I think we'll cut away to that interview right now for a real break. No fake breaks today. No fake breaks. This is going to be a semi-long, but also bonus episode. Bonus episode. Thor Ragnarok still coming out this week. Oh. 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 everyone's excited i'm excited i'm not <sighs> i mean i'm excited i hope it defies what what i expect anyways we're going for a fake break harley quinn see you in a second mr J. <laughs> it's my harley quinn <laughs> la comic-con sources screen podcast we have the wonderful harley quinn here hello we're going to do a couple of comic trivias and some questions about you and how you think the movies are going to come out. So, is there anything you particularly enjoyed about previous incarnations of Harley Quinn on screen? Well, it's pretty obvious. My favorite is the one by Bruce Timm in the cartoons. That is my absolute favorite. Love the outfit, love the attitude, love the accent, which I can't do. I'm sorry. Just the best, the best. It's a hard outfit. It's a hard, I mean, hard. Yeah, it looks very hard. you well designed. You want to give it a little spin? I don't know why the mic needs needed for the spin. Uh, I don't know. Um, so, how did you feel about the most recent interpretation of Harley Quinn on the cinema? Yeah, I didn't like it that much. Um, the outfit, I wasn't feeling it. I, I liked the booty, but not the outfit. And um, I didn't really, I didn't feel like she had the same attitude that I was accustomed to from the um, '90s cartoon. From the cartoon, yeah. No, no, A little okay. funny, but not as goofy. And we need the goofy Harley with I the agree. cat suit. Do you mind if I ask you a couple of trivia questions? Okay. That's okay. Just to ju- ju- just ju- just just a couple. Okay. And don't worry, I don't know them all on the top of my head, so I have them on a phone. Oh, okay. Guilty, guilty pleasure. Do you know the first appearance of the Justice League? No. No worries. Do you know who the big first enemy of the Justice League is? Oh my god, no. <laughs> no worries. Uh, do you know which actor was considered to direct this Justice League movie? I don't know. I have a hint. I have a hint. He's one of the members of the Justice League. Superman? <laughs> Henry Cavill? No, it was Ben Affleck, actually. Ben no worries. Batman, then. Batman, yes, <laughs> Batman. Uh, do you know Thor at all? Like, uh, the, personally? The, you know. do, do you know Thor personally? <laughs> I wish. 
I would do too. Or even Chris Hemsworth, if you know him at all. No worries. Thank you so much for helping us out. Wow, boy, that was a great interview. Mr. T? A bit of fool. What? That's my, that, that'd, be, that'd be a good matchup relationship, Mr. T versus Mr. T. I don't J. know how I feel about that. Uh, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. I think your Harley Quinn's actually not bad. I think well, it's a little too high pitched. Probably. I don't a little know. on the nose. Uh, I kind of like you, so I'm, I'm partial. Uh, all right, so we did that. Uh, I bought some comic books. You can never resist buying comics. I can never resist. You don't need them. We have Marvel Unlimited. I know. We have every comic book you could want before, like... And I never buy, like, a DC comic. No, I always never. buy a Marvel comic. You always buy the same Spider-Man stuff. This you buy a, random ones. This is a 2099 yeah, one. Spider-Man Blue was there. You didn't even buy it. But the whole set. Th- I mean, it was a variant edition, but it was really ugly. It wasn't even blue. The I bet you that's going to be worth blue. something one day. It probably is, but it's ugly, and I don't it was want like, it. It was like $15. I don't want to buy something I, I don't want to look at. I should have just bought it just out of... You should have bought it for yourself because I want the original one, which I read at a library. Me too. Oh. Huh. You recommended it, and I I rented it out of the library. Oh yeah, that's one of the better stories in my opinion, uh, for Spider Man. Yeah, but I didn't try to buy a lot of comics. We tried to recommend uh some comics uh comic shops. Anywho, so I have a couple of shout outs. These are not that we found at Comic Con, but places we have gone to to uh look at for ourselves wait we, what yeah you and me like what shops infinity comics where's that it's in the simi valley mall oh yeah that's a good one yeah it's a good one i like them uh i met the manager of arsenal a couple of weeks ago at my store and i thought he was a really cool guy so for he, all you locals so yeah for all you locals he's also in simi valley and then if you happen to live in closer to San Fernando, Chatsworth, or West Hills area, we have Spiro's Heroes comics, which are really good comic books for really cheap prices. Like, probably the cheapest comics you'll find anywhere. It's basically just a warehouse full of gold. But it's like 45 minutes from here, so we don't always get the chance to go there. It, and it's crazy where it is. It's like in this little... I don't even know what to call it. It's like an industrial area. I would call it like a depot. Like, like yeah, industrial offices or whatever. Yeah. And it's just in the back. And but when you go in, it's got like a warehouse literally of boxes and boxes of comics. And somehow they're pretty well organized too. Uh, like yeah. for them for how many there are, they're all in the right place. No, they're yeah, just, no, yeah. You know, it's just a, a hassle doing everything alphabetically. Absolutely, absolutely. Suicide Squad comics were a nightmare to find in there, but mm-hmm. uh, I seem to find my Spider-Mans quite well. <laughs> I always do that, don't I? Yeah, because that's all you're looking for. Uh, I got some caps. I got Transformers. I got a Vision. I got Beware the Vision, yeah. which is not important for our podcast, but I was like, looks like a good read, so I snagged it. Uh, Secret Empire. I'm catching up on that. So that's that's good. I'm I'm current in the comic world, but those are just some shout-outs that I thought we should do. And we also have some uh, at the con places that said they would mention us, look into our podcast. So we thought we should mention them. Did you uh, actually want to mention them? Sure. There's a few. Um, Big Red Comics. Yeah, that was a cool shop. They had uh, one dollar comics, which was a pretty good deal. Who doesn't like one dollar comics? They were a pretty good condition too. I would argue. I love when people haggle, even if it's a dollar. They're like. I heard that. I heard someone yeah, being like, "How about I get four for two dollars?" And then it's like, "No, it's 
a dollar comic. Come just on, buy the we, comic. We, we gotta make a living too, okay? It's yeah. one dollar. Uh, Torpedo Comics. Yeah, that guy was nice. I didn't really talk to him much, but you guys, he seemed friendly to you. He was really nice. He had a good shop. He had he, some good stuff. He probably seemed the most enthusiastic, so he might be listening to the podcast now. Mm-hmm. He would seem really nice. And uh, he had a lot of um, OG stuff. Like no, yeah, he had expensive, like, like yeah, quality like nine point five grade type of stuff. Yeah, it's pretty. good. But he's he, he wasn't selling it for like you know no. super nine point five grade price either. Like when we went to San Diego, remember that other guy who had this crazy booth that was like, oh yeah, like twenty two thousand each yeah. one. And I was like, do people actually buy this? He's like, yep. <laughs> That's insane. That's pretty good stuff. They're not even. They're not gonna read it. That's mm. so nuts. That boggles my mind. And then you put other one dash fuck. Oh yeah. So um, <laughs> there's this other comic store. It's like Mile High Comic. It's not that, but it's something like that. I go to them every year at San Diego Comic Con because they have the best sale. But the dude who was at this booth was a dick. So don't say that. Oh. Uh, we could bleep that, right? He was amazing. He was amazing. Well, he wasn't being very nice to me. I was like, hey, maybe we'll get a Met Shop He's like, uh-huh. It's because we're not famous enough yet. We're not famous enough yet. And he does fine. That's the thing. He's probably just at LA branch. The San Diego Comic-Con guys are awesome. I see them every year. So they, maybe... I mean, they have to be. They can't be dicks. No, People yeah. won't buy their stuff. They were doing okay here. I mean, they always just have really good deals on comics, and they always have the variety selection. I usually try to finish a collection at their shop every year. Yeah. So I'm getting close to finishing Ultimate Spider-Man because I, I read most of that uh, online and uh, in libraries growing up. But I, it was like my first introduction to Spider-Man, so I wanted to finish that. We got to bleep the fact I called that guy a dick. <laughs> we gotta, bleeping it? <laughs> please bleep it. You know, he's probably not going to listen, and that's why I called him a dick. And if he didn't, Boom. You watch. He's like the one dude. The that one listened. guy who listened. He's... Dude, you just were very friendly. You just got to be a little bit more friendly, yeah, man. Friendly. I was like, you know, I bought some stuff from your shop. Just it would be nice. That's, that's all. And then you made a joke. Or no, you're like, how do I buy this? Well, there was like 50 people. I'm like, how do I buy this comic? And he just seemed angered. But I paid cash. I was it's like, just more the simple. way you said it. It's not a social... Uh, social norm people just people don't just walk in the app store how do i buy this this is the one place social norms are not necessary but you can keep them if you people are dressed as thor hella and i even saw like a rocket raccoon baby so norms are out the door they seem nice you know why do kids or why do parents dress their kids up as negan that's really wrong to yeah me. don't that do weird. that a lot don't, of Negans. don't dress your kid up as like a horrible mass murdering adult character just don't do it that's weird your kid's going to be fucked up when he grows up. I mean... Like, remember that time I was Negan as he's, like, yeah, murdering people? Watch, I, I didn't think much of it, but they can't even watch the show. That's what I'm saying. They There's, like, toddlers dressed up as Negan, and I'm like, you think that shit's cute? He's got a fucking bat with barbed wire. And blood all over it. Um... Then again, I watched, like, Ridley Scott's Gladiator at, like, six. Yeah, but you didn't dress up as Gladiator. I feel like Gladiator... My brother did. Russell Crowe. Actually, my brother. Oh my god, that makes so much sense now. He's he's a soldier now, and he's. That's what I'm saying. For blood. Kids don't forget when oh, you make shit okay. He loved that movie so much. Oh my god, that makes so much sense. Anywho, um, <laughs> hey, what shout else out, shout out to your bro. Shout out to my bro. He's uh, I think he's in Georgia. I love you, bro. Good luck on your basic training. Yeah. So other one dash fuck. Um, we met a Celtic woman. 
Oh my N- God! Yeah, not we- a Celtic woman, a e- singer in Celtic woman. Yeah, her name I mean, is Chloe. She's yeah. like Chloe and Angu. Angu, yeah, Chloe Angu. She uh, apparently is a really talented singer. I just She's- heard one of her songs. It was amazing. She is amazing. So listen to her song "Walking in the Air." Oh my God! Yeah, one of our uh, friends just was like, "Oh my God, that's her!" And no one noticed her, so we just got to talk to her for a minute. She was like super nice and friendly. She- I love her. She's extremely nice. Yeah, she's cool. Got some pics with her. Maybe we'll post them later. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, oh, what was your favorite interview? My favorite interview? You know, I'd have to say it was the first Thor. I think he was a cool guy. He has a podcast. His name's Connor. Connor, if you're listening, we gave you our card. Uh, really would like to shout out to your podcast. Um, so please just... Send us that information at source2screenpodcast at gmail.com. We'll throw it in the show notes for you if you send it to us. Yeah, please do, my friend. And uh, I think we actually have a clip. Do you mind if we play that? Yeah, just, let's take a break to Connor's interview. To Connor! To Connor! To Connor! <laughs> Source of Screen Podcast here. We have Connor dressed as... The Mighty Thor. Mighty Thor. Do you mind if we ask you some questions since you are Thor? I assume you know these. Do you remember? I know you have had a recent tragedy. Do you know what your hammer was made of before it was so rudely destroyed? It, yes, it, it, the hammer was composed of Uru metal and uh, forged in the heart of a dying star. I didn't even have to ask that part. Oh my god, that's awesome. He does know his stuff. All right, all right, all right. Do you know who else has lifted this hammer of, in the linear comics? Canon or non canon? Anyone you answer? Okay. Um, uh, Steve Rogers. Um, although at the time he was uh, not Captain America, he was uh, the, the agent. No bad. Um, yeah. No bad, yes, yes. He was, and he had a, had, a, had a cool black suit, black shield, and stuff, real slick. Um, additionally, um, well, Beta Ray Bill, obviously, good friend. Obviously. Good friend of Asgard, Beta Ray Bill. Um, uh, well, non-canon, Black Widow. Um, that, hap- that happened once, yeah. Um, uh, gosh. Oh, technically, technically Hydrocap also. Oh, yes, that Hydrocap just happened. He, he just lifted the hammer. Um, I call and then and then and then that was that was because of an enchantment, I believe, though. It was like some kind of magic thing. There's it was also another yeah. enchanter who does it a couple times. You know him um, well. Uh, was it? Might be related to him. Oh, I guess Loki does yeah, actually. Yeah, that's right. The hills. That's right. I remember that too. Yes. Um, yes, that's right. And you already passed the test, by the way. Did I? Okay. You already passed the okay, test. Okay. Okay. I think you I can list off. I'd be impressed. I can't. I can't think of any others. So I think that's it. In the Amalgam comics, when DC and Marvel had a small partnership, yes. Superman and Wonder Woman both did it. That's right. But that's they don't right. look half as good as you. Thank you for oh, your time, you. Connor. You. Well, my pleasure. Anytime. Look at this. Thank you. Look at this. Thank you. Thank you. Hope to see your movie next weekend? Yes, next weekend. It'll be great. You look great. Thank you. You look mighty. Have a great con. Stay strong. Or brack. Or brap. Or brap. Okay. So, let's get into what we liked about the con. What'd you like? I got in for free. That was cool. That was very cool. Thank you, LA Comic Con. We actually really enjoyed being there on the whole. And there was good ramen nearby. That's the main thing. It's funny. Every time we go to a con... It, we happen to get ramen. There is ramen There's afterwards. Ramen. It's always really bomb ramen. Ramen's always bomb. We won't mention the restaurant, but it did have a B rating, and that very much concerned me. Well, I wanted to try the fried chicken ramen... Because I just realized 
I saw it on um on Facebook. Like Fried it was a feature. Chicken ramen. Yeah, you know, was, I thought chicken and waffles sounded gross, but that sounds really gross. It's probably bomb. We should go try it. Are you kidding? It's amazing. Uh, I, I it's sh- not. It's how are you supposed to know? It's not like a, a normal uh, thin broth. It's like thicker and it's spicy. Mm. It's really good. That sounds really good. It's supposed to be super good, so maybe we'll go back next year. And I'll try yeah. try the fried chicken if they don't close because they have a B. Yeah. But I think they have a B more for safety because they had like a fucking fan in a box. Like it wasn't on a table. It was inside of the box like hanging out. I always thought they were health conditions, but maybe it's like, yo, these people work dangerously. Yeah. <laughs> and then the t- like frying pans or what are they, air dryers by the steam yeah, pot. <laughs> exactly. Or the dude that just kept giving us water every 30 seconds. Yeah, he's, good he's service. A, he's a champ. Forks in the... uh sockets of the wall yeah i honestly it's a dangerous think place it's how they live but it's delicious and they play weird 80s 90s uh hip-hop oh music. i love that it was kind of out of place but but it wasn't yeah it kind of worked <laughs> japanese people are like that though it's dangerously delicious that didn't work you sound like mickey mouse i was trying to be a uh, lucky charms guy you have to be irish like celtic women ah <laughs> i made a sound uh, uh, I might even yeah. try that before I offend all of Ireland and maybe Scotland somehow. <laughs> what uh, you what, mate? <laughs> um. So those are our main shoutouts. We'd actually like to shout out to our fans a little bit for how few we have. It is really cool. We had a bunch of people start liking our Instagram, reviewing that, have a couple of likes on the SoundCloud and Twitter? the iTunes podcast. Yeah, we have a couple of reviews. From Big Stone Bone and Jamie Cheyenne, we really appreciate you. Emma Stoner. Emma Stoner. Both our sisters. Yeah, yeah, both our sisters. And some guy named Big Stone Bone. That is my sister. Oh. Big Bone Stone. Big Bone Stone. Yeah, she gave the review. She sounds uh It's my my brother-in-law's iTunes. Oh, cool, It's also his name on Xbox. Big Bone Stone. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, And everyone who liked us at the con, we really appreciate that. Talking to us, took our cards. That was really cool. That was a big boost. Uh, I think we'll actually hit 100 listeners pretty soon here. Most of our plays are getting up to like the 60s right now. So that's pretty cool. Also, um, yeah, I really appreciate all the all the love. And email us with any comments questions. or questions or if we get shit wrong. Because I would like to know if I get shit wrong and I don't sound like an idiot when I continue to say the wrong thing on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Broadcasting to lots of people. Yeah, that would be pretty cool um what else feel free to tell your friends about this we really appreciate it and we'd like to get to 100 listeners sooner rather than later but you know we really appreciate it it's awesome it's cool people listen to us talk about comic books (laughs) how lame are you guys don't also don't 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 take my offensive stuff seriously i'm not being serious i don't think people are stupid mostly except for that girl 7-eleven uh that is a story we are not gonna bring up on a podcast this this woman i don't know how how she functions in the world at this one place that's fair enough but yeah whatever i say don't don't take it like literally i just say whatever i talk shit about everything literally everything (laughs) every day shit talking uh but 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 
What else? Uh, what do you think is not great about the con? What do you think you know prevents it? You keep calling it a want to be Comic Con. Last year was fucking awful. So last year, um, there wasn't anything. The the floor was basically empty. It had almost nothing there. Yeah. And usually, like you know, Comic Con San Diego has a carpet. Yeah, it's a nice carpet. A, they don't even have a carpet. Yeah, here. it's just a concrete floor. So it's not, uh, it's not very appealing. This year, they really bumped it up. There was way more people like on the floor because there was more booths on the floor. Yeah. So th- I think they're really trying to, um, to to really fix it and make people come to it um they also had like the black eyed peas and a lot and like snoop dogg and a lot bigger people like do panels and do concerts and whatnot to try and entice people yeah but i think like we've both spoken about this they need just good panels they need to organize their even like they had kevin smith at a panel that we were there at if they just organized it properly then it i would probably go to that but the way they do it is it's just it's just a stage in the middle of the fucking con. It's not separate from anything else. So I couldn't hear what anyone was saying. Because people are yelling and trying to sell stuff at the same at Yeah, the same it's place. too loud. There's no panel or expo rooms. It's just a big show floor and there's a stage. Yeah, at San Diego, San Diego Comic Con, there's no, there's no panels on the exhibit floor. They're all in separate rooms so mm-hmm. that you can hear. It sucks because, you know, you got to get there early and wait in line, but that's just how shit is. If you're at a theme park, you'd have to wait in line for whatever you wanted, so... Those are definitely some areas for improvements, and uh, let's not get it wrong. It was still a great experience, and there's actually some things to to really enjoy about this. For one, I think viewership and authenticity of the crowd is more comic-oriented, because mm-hmm. it used to be Stan Lee's Comic Con. It's still focused on comics, which is really cool. Even though there weren't that many comic shops, surprisingly, and you're starting to see some of those other brands come in, like that video game guy who sells like retro video games for way too much. And that dude would not bargain. I'm like, you're not going to sell this one Zelda game on a S uh, on a Game Boy Classic. You just bought me one last my last birthday, so I'm like, I could use that right now because I have it with me for cons. And he's like, no deal. I'm like, I'm asking 10 bucks cheaper. And he, he was selling it for like 60 That's outrageous. I if, found it on Amazon for 20 It's outrageous. And he had a fucking GameCube. I took a picture of this because I couldn't believe it. He was selling a GameCube for $300. And he was selling an Xbox One for $250. It actually isn't a bad deal. But it's funny that his GameCube is 300 No, that's what I'm saying. Is that not crazy? Who the fuck would pay $300 for a GameCube? I think I did when it came out. No, it was not three hundred dollars no? when it came out. No, absolutely not. It was probably like a hundred and eighty. Really? Yeah. That makes a lot more sense because I I bought it myself at like the age of ten. It it wouldn't make sense if I made three hundred dollars. <laughs> I, I mean, worked on a it ranch. Took you a while. I worked on a ranch for like three months to get it. <laughs> so, d- dude, okay, real talk. Fuck that guy. Stop selling games for that much money. I don't know how he has any business. PS3 games are all like forty bucks and above. Who walks around with just three hundred dollars and they're like, "Oh, a GameCube, GameCube." <laughs> Some really cool artwork, artists, comics oh, yeah. there, and yeah, all the cosplayers. Like San Diego Comic Con has definitely been purchased by the media to a big extent. It's it's a business at this point, but you know, 
there's a lot of cool things with that too. You know, you get first look content, you get a lot of free stuff. There are some really big incentives to that. So it's really enjoyable in, in, in some aspects. Hall H is a nightmare. Uh, other than that, I mean, there are some really cool things you can get. You're basically taking like a 10-year step backwards for, well, not 10-year, probably almost Six. 20 years for L- or San Diego Comic-Con. Mm. I wonder why San Diego got so big. I don't know, because Comic-Con used to be switching around. Like, it used to be in Irvine, and then they moved to San Diego, and San Diego just kept it, and the business just got booming. I think a lot of it is literally due to superhero movies, from what I remember. Because really, in 2006 is when it really started gaining traction. I I mean, I agree in terms of that, but why San Diego? And I think... I think the license was just there. I think it might be San Diego, because that place makes the most sense. It's... It's away from everything, whereas LA Comic Con, if it was as big as San Diego, it'd be a fucking nightmare. It's in the middle of the yeah. city. Yeah, there's just no way it it would function if it was that on that scale. That'd be insane. How the how are people gonna park? Like, <laughs> how, how are people gonna park? How are they gonna park? Whereas San Diego Comic Con is kind of like I said, it's the way it's laid out. It's away from stuff, and there's also a lot of space. Mm-hmm. LA does not have space. Okay. Like for people, we could just go to the the harbor at San Diego Comic Con and just hang out and not feel like crowded or anything. Yeah, it's a lot more of itself. Oh my god, that'd be an imagine how many people if you just trans- Dude, that would suck. I would not do it. But they do need to open more of that shore flow room so we could see more exhibits or like even content creators. I was trying to tweet out some comic writers. They do not tweet me back. Or just like have video game stuff there or something like something to do there's nothing to do that's another problem there's nothing to do at la comic-con there's not like like last san diego comic-con like fucking mario was like standing there taking pictures of people they had like the nintendo treehouse whatever it's called yeah there's stuff to do yeah video games are kind of a cool thing personally because a lot of superhero video games vr oh my god (laughs) marvel vr (laughs) Did I already upload that to our Instagram? I feel like we did. Yeah, yeah, you did. I'm gonna upload it again. I don't think you uploaded it to the comic or the podcast, but you did for your personal Instagram. Well, I'm gonna do it for the podcast. Okay. So if you want to see me turn into the Hulk and Leslie turn into Rocket Raccoon, let us know. I'll make it happen. <laughs> anything else? Any anything else we could fix with the con? Better food. Okay, so the hot dog trucks. There's a lot of um, locals in the area <laughs> selling hot dog trucks. That's what? a nice way to put it. They're locals. Yeah. They are. Locals. They're minority, non-English speaking, my, the freaking yeah. hot dog selling. They, all, the only words they know are hot dog and water. Or and soda, soda water. Soda water, soda, soda water, soda, soda water. water. <laughs> Which, by the way, I get that. It's a great way to make money. I'm just really upset that I got the one hot dog that didn't taste great. Because usually those things taste amazing. I think it, you just picked the wrong person. Yeah. She also charged you $5 a hot dog. Yeah. And I, I wasn't paying attention. Otherwise, I would have told you to give it back to her. I she know. could eat it herself. I, I bet if I talked in Spanish, she would have took it down like Oh, $2. absolutely. 100%. Why did you, why didn't you speak in Spanish? Because it's, it's not right to assume, even though... Dude. Yeah, I know. It's 10 bucks. It's whatever. Ten bucks for a hot dog that was mediocre. 
Yeah. I think it was the mayonnaise that killed it. The mayonnaise she also burned good. the bacon on the burger. She did. On the patty. Yeah, and that sucked. What's she doing? I don't know. The wo- the other woman at San Diego Comic-Con. It was good. If you, you and I weren't a thing, I'd be married to that woman. It was good. It was really good. You don't like my pasta? But she made she made a hot dog wrapped in bacon. You never had a hot dog from me. Well, maybe, I could make you a hot dog. Maybe if you'd make me a hot dog wrapped in bacon. I can. I'll Fine. do it. Oh, man, I got competition. You got competition. With Els Moralda from San Diego Comic-Con. Did you speak to her in Spanish? I did, actually. How much was the hot dog? It was, uh, I think it was three fifty. dollars <laughs> It was fifty off. They're swindling people, man. She thought you were a tourist or some shit. I know the secret password. I once went to Mexico and bought a, uh, a, uh, a skull, basically. A Spanish skull that a was painted. Made of crack. <laughs> no. Um, and I talked the guy down, like, in American dollars, like forty bucks, so I paid around like twenty five thirty because he was like selling it for super high. Uh, if you see a sign in English, do not buy anything there. They are trying to scam you. Uh, I walk probably like thirty steps and I find the exact same skull for half the price that I bargained. So it was like t- like ten bucks, and I was like, "Damn it!" At least you bargained. You stole the skull. No, it actually broke as soon as my friend opened it. And I'm literally not kidding you. He can attest to this. He's like, oh, it's cool. Do I put a candle in it? I'm like, no, you don't put a candle in it. He's like, why is it broken? I'm like, ha! (laughs) And it literally, it was fine from the airport. It was fine on the way back. It literally must have broke in the car ride to his house. (laughs) Maybe he broke it. He's like, what the fuck is this? him so mad (laughs) or he broke it in his hands his big burly hands damn you jason who also doesn't know i have a podcast even though i keep telling him you have a podcast yeah i have a podcast i feel like we'll get that a lot from people we know because i feel like they only assume that we we do everything else like in our normal life and then all my other coworkers like yeah i'll support you i'll support your life and dreams my family you You have have a podcast? podcast why aren't you doing school well, I'm doing both, Dad. I'm doing both. Wasting your time talking about comic books. Yeah. I think I confused my dad because I told him about it. He was very confused. What do you mean? He doesn't know what a podcast is? I, I don't know. I don't think I've explained it well. But this is also the guy who literally will watch a television show that has a tractor go around a dirt pit. I'll never forget when you watched that steak documentary. I thought that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> he did. He's the kind of guy that would watch a steak documentary. And he's like, it's really interesting. I was like, it sounds kind of interesting. I'm it's not kind lie. of interesting. The way, and then he started describing it to me. I'm like, man, I really want to watch this now. I want to eat a steak. More like it. Um, anything else you wanted to mention? Just really appreciate the fan support. Uh, I think this is our 10th episode, but it's a bonus episode. So I think Ragnarok's going to be episode 10. That's a good 10. That's a good 10. We uh, already have done our uh, reading. Kind of. Most of it. 50% of the podcast has done their reading the other 50 percent has been playing assassin's creed origins even though it's not a great game <laughs> it's not a great game should probably do some research probably but we also have suicide squad which we have been reading and we are keeping up with we just want to make sure we do that one right because it is a very treasured movie Dude, this, i'll explain the thing about it is the movie gets me really riled up uh-huh. <laughs> like really upset so I don't want to be really upset certain weeks, but next week seems like a good week to be, to upset. be upset. Okay, sounds good. When I say upset, I'm not sad. 
I'm angry. <laughs> and you wouldn't like her when she's angry. Or maybe even, you will. I feel like I enjoy it. I mean, I don't even know that much about Suicide Squad. They're they're like interesting comics. I've always are preferred they? the Marvel counter version, even though they came after the Thunderbolts. I just think the Thunderbolts are more interesting and they make more sense. Like their powers are just more interesting. Like Suicide Squad is just Well, the Suicide Squad's more about like Oh, these ragtag like people that will never match up. It's, it's kind of the same thing with Thunderbolts. Lethal. Well, I feel like the Thunderbolts are more like, like they're specific about powers. You, you got Harley Quinn. She's got a fucking baseball bat. Like, That's what I'm saying. Is that the like team it's is supposed more to be con- a joke yeah. in a way? It wasn't originally or entertaining. But we'll get into that into our episode. So we are doing that next. So we're doing this episode Ragnarok. Then Suicide Squad for an episode 11. And then... Uh, Justice League. Justice League. The Just Us League. And then we are uh, the getting Justice ready for League. Black Panther. Minus three members. Yeah. Is it three? <laughs> Wonder Woman, Batman... Uh, Flash. Flash, Cyborg. Aquaman. Yep. Oh, wait. Minus two. Yeah. Who's the other one? Oh, Green Lantern. He's never going to be in it. No. Never. I think it'd be great if they just kept the Ryan Reynolds as a joke. That would be awesome. And then he just gets killed in the middle of it. He's like, hey, guys. Blah! He's never going to be in the Justice League. <laughs> all right. So we're looking forward to Black Panther and all that stuff. And I think we should leave on an interview with the actual Black Panther himself, T'Challa. Don't know how we got this interview. But uh, since he I didn't give me his real name, yeah, I'm gonna cons- I, I believe that this is the real T'Challa. And not Chadwick Boseman. I mean the real T'Challa. Yeah, he kept. He kept his character. Not the actor. Good on him. The real deal. He has the real deal. He had a cool mask. He did have a cool mask and it popped off. He did not care. He kept going. So we're going to exit on that podcast. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your support. Look forward to episode 10 coming out. Oh, the, the movie comes out tomorrow. So probably Sunday, probably Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. Depends. Probably probably Monday. It's probably going to be out Monday morning. Hopefully Monday. Monday morning. I'm sticking my foot down. Hey, man, I got work. I got work, too. Fuck. Everyone go buy an iPhone 10. Why would you do that? <laughs> if you got $1,000. Smoke if you got them. That's a brep. Later, players. Later, players. And we are recording. We're here at LA Comic Con, and we have the one, the only... Well, there's been a couple kings of... Wakanda, but... And I'm T'Challa, the Black Panther. I know you've suffered a loss recently in your family, but how do you plan on ruling Wakanda after the aftermath of civil war? We believe the proper way is actually to expand our borders. We've been in an isolationist country for too long. We have a greater threat to go against, Thanos. So we realize that we are of Earth, not just one continent or country. That's very bold of you. How do you plan on your U.S. negotiations with Trump? Well, I don't use Twitter. I also don't put ketchup on my steak. So, <laughs> he puts ketchup on a steak? Does. It's weird. It confuses everyone. <laughs> I honestly had no idea you did that. That's really weird. Yeah. Do you mind if we ask you some questions about the new movies coming out, Thor, Ragnarok, and Black Panther? Sure. So, sorry, wrong way. Um, are you familiar with your new nano suit? Have you seen that in the comics before? And how do you feel about it? Do you feel like that's truly Black Panther? Do you think he relies mostly on his skill or his suit? Skill, entirely. Initially, my habit, the entire suit that I'm wearing, wasn't made of vibranium. It was actually just regular cloth. 
my skill compensated for everything. Granted, I ate a I ate a heart-shaped herb, which enhanced my skill and everything. But still, I had to earn that. But with a nano suit, I feel it's kind of a what's it called? Hashtag life hack. I could definitely see that. I feel like everyone's getting a tech suit, and Black Panther's one of the most famous characters. Why doesn't he get a tech suit? And it looks sleek, may I add. Appreciate it. So, what do you think about the new Thor movie? Well, it's going to look great, mostly because of both Hulk being there and Thor being there. But it's about, what, the end of the world? Ragnarok? Ragnarok's the end of Asgard. End of Asgard. It's a cyclical thing, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. You are correct. And the one thing um, I want to see with Thor, his arc. At the beginning, he was a braggadocio buff guy that said, oh, I can do anything and I'm going to be the biggest guy on campus, the big big man on campus. Now he has to claim the title of King of Asgard. Can he actually rule the throne or does Loki actually deserve it more? That's a good question. What happens at the end of the world? We'll find out November 3rd. Thank you, T'Challa, for spending your time with us.